Welcome to Dumb But Sexy, where I, your host, Derahey, makes a fool of himself by yappering away with a $20 mic that barely does its job. It's the second episode of this installment, and I'm still trying to get the hang of this whole talking to myself alone in my room while my parents are outside, probably thinking I'm going manic because, (laughs) if I'm being honest, when am I not? But anyway, how are you guys doing? Great, great. That's good to hear. I got some feedback from last week's episode and not to build my ego or anything, but I went off. I really ate up. This is me when I ate up. I told my friends to be genuine in their critiques and these girls are brutal, usually, but they said nothing was wrong with it and that it was a great show. If I'm being honest, that just further proves my point on how manifestation really does work. And faking it until you make it is a real strategy to get things to go your way. (laughs) Okay, but for real now. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the pod of the podcast and maybe possibly enjoying it because I love talking about the things I'm passionate about and hearing good reviews and comments from people really gives me that validation I need because <laughs> you know I live off of validation of others because who doesn't? Like, let me honest. <laughs> and it's also because of my self-conscious attitudes, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> However, I would be lying if I said there were zero critiques because there was one. There was one critique and <laughs> it's one that I can get behind because the only thing they said that could be better was that. I needed a better mic and as I said in the beginning of the episode this mic is 20 bucks and they're absolutely positively right but I'm a bitch on a budget I can't be off buying some yeti mic while making minimum wage you feel me (laughs) other than the audio issue they said everything was great so suck on that haters (laughs) speaking of being bitches on a budget that leads to this week's topic Don't you guys ever go on an unintentional shopping spree and buy the things you like and by the end of the day, you gather up all the receipts and your jaw drops because you figured out how much you spend in total. Yeah, me too. Oh wow, that was so ugly of me. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm still coughing for, but then it's not that much, but okay, moving on. Me too, because being a bitch on a budget is hard, especially when... In actuality, you're not actually following the budget. You're really just, you know, a bitch. Now, what are we waiting for? Let's get started with the episode. I'm Thera Hay, and this is episode 2 of Dumb But Sexy. Retail therapy is my best friend, and she should be yours too. And yes, retail therapy uses she, her pronouns. It's true, she told me herself, me and her. Like I said, we're best friends. Now, I'm not really sure how to section off this episode because, frankly, I can just be talking and talking about this subject until I can't stop because I love shopping and I really do just be talking. Who doesn't love a little cute shopping moment? Everyone loves a cute shopping moment. Like, hello? 
Everyone loves buying new things for themselves, but the only problem is that we don't want that to reflect off in our bank statements because we all know how spending money really hurts us, but getting the things we want really makes us happy. I feel that a person's love for shopping is always rooted in something, and let me share mine so y'all can have a good idea of what I mean by that. I think my love for shopping began with my parents because since we live in a suburban neighborhood, there was nothing to do here except go to the mall. Except going to the mall. Sorry, that was wrong grammar. Um, <laughs> this ain't some euphoria episode because in my area, this is your stereotypical boring nothing happens neighborhood. And speaking of euphoria, y'all watching season 2 because oh my god by the time i'm feeling this episode 3 came out and episode 2 and episode 3 what is up with that um anyways anyways um my parents had nowhere fun to bring us to no had nowhere fun to bring us to except the mall and we were we went there every single weekend for example but then it was like different in all fairness, they did bring us to different malls because one weekend we went to Mall 1, next weekend we went to Mall 2, next next weekend we went to Mall 3, and then after that weekend we restart the cycle. Now, my mom loves shopping, and if I'm being, and if I'm being honest, I think I got it from her. Buying things for myself and having something new to either have or wear feels fulfilling, and I bet it's just like that for you. However, I do feel like that there's some underlying mental issue in there if you're basing your happiness off on an object you just purchased and that leads us to the wonders of the amazing world of retail therapy. That girl always has my back. Now what exactly is retail therapy? <laughs> well babe, if you're actually asking that question, I really don't know what to tell you. Now, I understand the podcast name is Dumb But Sexy, but we take the sexy literally and the dumb figuratively. I guess <laughs> if you don't know, if you really don't know, I'll just have to give you a little explanation as to what it is. Essentially, it's when you're feeling sad or down and instead of heading to therapy, the healthy alternative, you decide to endorse yourself into purchasing retail merchandise to cheer yourself up because, you know, who doesn't love a little self-sabotage moment? I don't have ac- I don't have access to real to to real therapy. I don't have access to real therapy and some other people don't either because some because they probably don't have insurance or their parents just don't believe in that stuff so my only source of therapy truly is retail therapy now it's really all fun and games buying the things you want because you're sad until it starts to become a problem and when does it become a problem you ask well i would love to answer i would love to answer that question because um, it's when you're sad, literally, almost all the freaking time. <laughs> Me. <laughs> no, really. It's become an extreme issue for me. And, okay, I know listeners don't like it when the host talks about themselves. So, I thought of a solution to that. 
I'll speak in second person. So I can project myself onto you, the listener, and basically gaslight you into thinking you actually did these actions when in fact, I'm really just talking about myself. Now, let's put that exercise into action. Imagine being sad almost all the time and you have no therapist nor psychiatrist to turn to. But oh look, the car is in the driveway, you got your driver's license, and the keys are just waiting for you in the living room. Let's just take those and go on a day trip to the mall and shop to your heart's content. Now, now that you imagined it, let's now envision it happening every single week. Yeah, it's gotten that bad. Let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about a concept that has always gotten me twitching my eye. And you can't see me right now, but even just thinking about it makes me twitch my eye. I'm twitching my eye right now at this moment. And that is window shopping. This term makes my blood <laughs> boil because what the fuck is window shopping? The term means that you're going inside the store with the intent of not buying anything. But why the fuck is it called window shopping? Because girl, last I checked, you're not shopping for windows. What are you doing? You're quote unquote window shopping, but you're not shopping for windows. Like what's up with that? You're looking around. Why, you, why do you say you're window shopping when in fact you're looking around? Literally just say you're looking around and not window shopping. It makes absolutely, positively no sense to my mind whatsoever. And it shouldn't make sense to your mind whatsoever either. It makes no sense. I hate that term so, so, so much. Now, imagine going back in time telling the Puritans the concept of window shopping. Oh yeah, you can't because they would have already shot you with their ugly, musty, dusty muskets. Anyways, enough with that tangent because for the people who avidly look around, look around, not window shop, and do not buy anything, I applaud you because I could never. When I go inside a store, I'm 90% guaranteed to go out with a shopping bag. It's terrible. Some of you may have jobs or you may not. No shame in any. It's a personal decision and dependent on your situation. But if you're going through retail therapy with no job, girl, where are you getting that money from? Are you just shitting dollar bills? It makes literally no sense to me whatsoever. I never, when I didn't have a job, I never bought anything because I was too scared to spend my birthday money, my, 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 my relative money, like, like money I got when I visited relatives, my Lunar New Year money. Like I never spent that money because I was too scared to not have it anymore. But now that I got a job, babe, it's a free for all. It's everyone for themselves. I have a job, but I go broke easily because of expenses I need to pay every paycheck. But I see these 14 year old, these 14 year old girls at the mall by themselves with 10 shopping bags. Like girl, what are you doing at the mall? You should be at home in your room playing with your American Girl dolls. And if you're at the mall, why are you by yourself? And why do you have a Hollister, an American Eagle, 
freaking i don't know papaya zoomies bag on you why do you have those bags why are you shopping at those stores you're 14 you're in middle school you should be shopping at justice you should be shopping at claire's literally go to the toy store or something toys r us what, whatever like i'm sorry but where are they getting that kind of money it's definitely mommy's and daddy's spare change because like damn I want that life! Imagine being a middle material girl at middle school. However, I am thankful that I have a job because I need to save up for college and when I looked up and did the math for all those living expenses plus tuition, they aren't cheap. Let me tell you, those numbers, they're scary. They literally made me shit my pants. Though I am an avid victim of retail therapy, I do know when to control myself and not spend when I cannot spend anymore. Now, I do have some strategies and it's that I set myself a budget for retail therapy per month and once I reach that cap, I stop spending on non-necessities. And this is what I should advise you guys too because making and have making yourself have self-control and building that skill of self-control is so important it's so important for the future of your life and to like save up money so that you can start like you know buying home buying houses buying condos buying whatever you want building up your assets building up your net worth or whatever it's important to have self-control like i'm you guys need to build that skill of self-control and not spend money on needless things so that you can save up and invest in your future or something. Wow, I'm really sounding like, I don't know, like my my teacher right now. I'm not gonna say which teacher, but to the girls who know, you know, the girls who, girl, the girls who get it, get it, and the girls who don't, don't. It takes time to build the skills, so the earlier you start, the better. We are all victims of impulse buying and I feel that a major factor to that is when you hang out with your friends. Hear me out on this because it starts to make some sense when it's all laid out on the table for you. you now imagine, you're out and about with your friends at some shopping center or some mall, whatever hangout spot you guys have that has, that has stores in them. And at first, you weren't planning on buying anything because you just wanted to spend some quality time with your friends for the heck of it. Or maybe quality time is your love language. And if I'm being completely honest here, I love people who have quality time as their love language. For me, that's not my love language. My love language is physical affection, but quality time it just does something to me it does something a little inside inside you know okay back to the back to the show um however one of your friends bought something from a store that and that just and that just began a chain reaction between everyone in the friend group once a single person has bought something now everyone <laughs> feels the need to buy something for themselves for themselves near the end of the hangout you restrained yourself from the peer pressure and managed not to buy anything the whole time while everyone else in the group gave in to peer pressure because honestly, you're that bitch. Like, never give in to peer pressure. However, there was and is one more store you guys haven't visited yet. And since you made it this far without buying anything, you say, what the heck? And just go in there. You look around and nothing piques your interest and you're out of, and you're about to head out until you see this one thing. It could be anything, but 
I'll just say it's a shirt, but not any kind of shirt, but a shirt similar to the one on your Pinterest board that you've been eyeing to buy for some, for quite some time. And now, uh, <laughs> speaking of Pinterest, allow me to go on an out of subject tangent and let me tell you for any person who's just getting into fashion and trying to find their you know to how they want to express themselves pinterest is your worst enemy i'm gonna keep it short and cute it pinterest is your worst nemesis since there's no originality to your outfits if you're gonna copy them you're yeah you're basically copying another person's outfits i don't get me wrong it's okay to take inspiration and make it your own style but don't flat out copy it you'll just look like a poser and no one likes posers posers aren't sexy and we're all supposed to be sexy okay back to our regularly scheduled program it's a shirt you've been wanting to have for the longest time and you took the l and bought the shirt and gave into peer pressure that's the end of the story and on a personal antidote, personally, when I go out with friends, this type of situation happens where one person buys something and suddenly everyone else gets something and it's out of nowhere too. And it can be something freaking random because some friends go inside bed, bath and body works and they come out with like some ugly ass, ugly smelling candle like it doesn't smell good at all like i was trying to be nice and said it smelled good but it really smelled like ass but <laughs> that's another story i think everyone just buys something because they have some sort of fomo rooted in themselves if i'm being completely honest we just hate being the odd one out and we just want to be in with the group all the time you know <laughs> now the moral of this episode is that it's okay to spend your money on things you want if it makes you happy, but always remember to spend it in a healthy manner so that you can save some money for the expenses you may need to pay soon or in the future. Spending is okay, but saving up is a good life skill to have so you can invest in your future. That's all I have for today's episode, so don't forget to follow me on my socials with my Instagram being at therahey, T-H-E-R-A-H-A-Y. Again, that's therahey, T-H-E-R-A-H-A-Y. Go follow me on my Instagram, I look really hot on there. And my Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube are all under the same user, and that is at Nix. T-H-A-Y-N-Y-X. Again, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. The at is T-H-A-Y-N-Y-X. T-H-A-Y-N-Y-X. Feel free to leave a rating. Like, <laughs> leave a rating. Try and boost my ego a little bit. Or maybe ruin my, ruin my day. And review if you want. Of course, it's up to your own decision. But I would greatly appreciate it. So... I hope you guys have an amazing day, night, or afternoon whenever you're watching this. My name is Dara Hay, and this has been the second episode of Dumb But Sexy. Goodbye.